0: Hi, this is Greg. Look for my book, The Agile Brand, on Amazon or on my website at theagile.world. Hi, my name is Greg Kilstrom, and I'm the host of the Agile World podcast. I'm excited to introduce this special episode brought to you by Tech Systems. Today, we're going to talk about a very important topic, the digital customer experience and how organizations can use tools like content management systems and personalization to better connect with their audiences. So, with that, I'd like to welcome Burke Beekler, Managing Director of Digital Solutions at Tech Systems, to the show. Burke, tell me a little bit about Tech Systems and what you do there.
1: Hey, thanks, Greg, and, and, and thanks for letting me be on the show. Um, I, I love, love, love the show and I'm a big fan of the work you're doing in this space. So I lead the digital practice for Tech Systems Global Services, which is the digital and creative arm of one of North America's largest services firms. Um, We serve most of the Fortune 500. And Greg, our customers in digital are heads of marketing and creative lines of business and experience executives who are really interested in getting a better return on their digital investments. Um, They may be disillusioned with a previous partner or just really looking for a trusted advisor, and I'm based in Austin, Texas, uh, a city I love dearly.
0: And so, you know, today we're gonna we're gonna touch on a lot of different as- aspects of this customer experience that you mentioned. Um, so let's you know let's just start with a question here. Uh, why do you think there is such a focus on on CX? Um, you know, I know it's it's hard to uh, you know read a blog or. Um, an article or anything without kind of seeing this mention, uh, you know. So, what do you what do you think got us here, and how do brands keep up?
1: Yeah, we've seen marketing budgets consistently expand each year, Greg, in support of digital initiatives. There's absolutely been a user experience awakening across the software development process, the content management process, and you asked a great question because. It's been largely accepted that the faster a company can adopt, personalize, and release the newest applications, the larger its competitive advantage in the market. Um, customers realize that every application has an experience. The question they're really asking themselves is whether or not that experience is good.
0: Yeah, so I, I recently read a, an article that you wrote on, on LinkedIn about business architecture and talking through kind of the steps involved in having a uh, a robust sustainable business architecture um so you know where where would you recommend that a brand start in all of this because it's certainly it's a long process and really to do as uh, you know as we all know like to do cx well it never really ends but you know where would you recommend that a brand starts
1: Yeah, great question, Greg. So I see organizations of all sizes struggle with this type of digital transformation, particularly in areas like CX, content management systems. Um, Typically, it's due to a misalignment of those business objectives and digital initiatives. Um, The way it shows up is that many customer experience projects fail or really don't deliver on their promised benefits. Now, when we dig a bit deeper with our customers, we usually find agreement on the overall direction and initiative, but beneath the surface, oftentimes there's really ill-defined business models and goals which aren't known to be so weak until the project advances to that point of no return. So consequently, Greg, I'm a big proponent of always exploring the underlying business model early on and aligning to how digital serves that model. Um, and like you, like you called out, I, I wrote an article on, on LinkedIn that kind of highlighted some ways that we do that. And it's it served us well in, in, in past projects.
0: So let's talk about the, the customer journey. I mean, certainly that's a that's a that's a key component of, of really understanding all of this stuff and, and orchestrating all of it. So from the customer perspective, when you're initiating a, a conversation with them, let's say, you know, in the awareness stage of, of the journey. So, you know, early on. Um, what's the main message that uh, that a, a brand should really keep in mind and, and what other considerations are there?
1: Yeah, so so our objective overall is just to act as a trusted partner in their journey, uh, in their digital journey. Um, I would say that we accelerate, you know, kind of help them accelerate in- innovation. Um, I mean, as you know, Greg, customer experience is extremely dynamic. Um, it's, it's really a function of previous expectations. So, it's critical that organizations continuously innovate in this space. And so we help customers use analytics and data to understand how customers perceive the brand experience across channels and the full customer life cycle. And by providing you know, the kind of specialty skill sets and also just expertise around uh, leadership and execution, that customer's need from a single source we can really help deliver those new experiences quickly for them.
0: So, I've seen, um, you know, throughout my career, I've I've built a lot of websites and I've done, you know, I've kind of played in, in a in a bunch of different areas. And you know, one of one of the key things that anyone really in a in a consulting capacity always needs to keep stressing is, you know, the value of of the work at hand. So, you know, I've I've seen over time. Sometimes the value of a website project um, has become diminished over time, as you know, if it's really just a brochureware or something like that. So when you know a lot of the work that you do involves uh, more enterprise content management, it involves things like personalization and, and other things like that. So how do you um, not only how do you perceive the value, but how do you how do you teach clients? to really understand and, um, understand the value of, of these things and, you know, in today's business landscape. And I, I would imagine follow on to that, you know, I would imagine often that is selling into, you know, whether it's a CIO, CTO or CMO and, you know, giving them the tools to really give to their, um, you know, whoever their stakeholders are to really, you know, um, understand and, and express the value.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Greg, I mean, doing user experience at scale, um, Requires a really good alignment to tested frameworks and methods on on doing it correctly. Um, you know, we obviously have a pretty comprehensive met- methodology to deliver on on customer experience initiatives. Um, you know, for example, design thinking uh, is a framework for innovation that you know allows organizations to really optimize process using that outside-in view, where they can leverage principles of human empathy and storytelling. Um, you know, frameworks like graphic prototyping ensures really that speed of execution that's so important in these types of solutions. Um, you know, and, and when I when I think about working with enterprise customers, oftentimes the discussion kind of comes to, you know, how do we really do it at scale? How do we how do we take that one-on-one marketing or personalizing each individual interaction with each customer at scale? And so when we think about that, what we think about is that it really means, you know, using what we know about customers, namely the data, to deliver the right content at the right time across channels. And, you know, while technology is a key enabler, uh, things like the cultural transformation, you know, utilizing frameworks like organizational change management plays a very important role because in any solution that we Help deliver, you know, Greg. We want to make sure we nurture its adoption and, and encourage its exploitation across the enterprise for maximum uh, maximum benefit to the uh, to the organization.
0: I often think uh, a lot more organizations should keep things like that in mind. I mean, you know, quite often the things that drive organizations to, you know, let's talk, to talk specifically about a website. Sometimes the things that drive them are not necessarily the most strategic or, or things like that. Um, are you seeing, um, are you seeing a shift in, in what's kind of driving organizations to do some of the more sophisticated work that you're doing or, you know, where, where do you, where do you see things now?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, when we look at, um, what's driving organizations to, to implement, I mean, I think, You know, it's really gotten to the point, Greg, where where good digital experience and customer experience is a matter of survival, Um, you know, which is why we're seeing a lot of these initiatives and conversations taking place all the way up to the C-suite. You know, the customer experience innovators out there, many, you know, small to medium upstarts to even, you know, companies like Amazon are really a threat to a growing list of companies, not just in the B2C space, but also in the B2B markets. Um, you know, traditional industry leaders who are not transforming their business models, cultures, you know, platforms to focus on the customer quickly enough are being disrupted and in some cases put out of business. I mean, take a look at Sears. It's a great example of how how that manifested in a pretty short period of time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's um it, it is definitely changing quickly and it's uh yeah, I, th- I think the the Amazon phenomenon alone has has kind of changed the the landscape, um, and you know those yeah those who who really don't adapt are are, are going to be subject. You know, I, I always say if if an industry hasn't been disrupted already, um, it will be soon. You know, <laughs> just because of all of these these opportunities. That's right. Um, with with these things, what uh, where do you see? the biggest opportunities or, or maybe the, you know, I know you work with a lot of different types of clients, but, you know, where do you see the the biggest opportunities? And, uh, you know, particularly when we're talking about investing in things that do provide ROI, whether that's maybe low-hanging fruit or like a quick win, or, you know, wh- where do you see the, the big opportunities now?
1: Yeah, so I think a couple thoughts there. I mean, um, you know, when I look at When I look at the overall value of, you know, kind of customer experience, you know, content management systems and personalization, I think it's all about the value of of delivering those compelling experiences. Um, You know, it's not about fancy websites with cool images. It's really about, you know, what is the experience and content that helps them solve a problem? And and that's got to be the the North Star that, you know, every initiative uh, aligns to. Um, you know, historically, Greg, as you know, the value of CMS platforms has been largely around speed to market, brand consistency across channels, obviously, along with, you know, cost takeout opportunities when you retire legacy systems, you know, moving to cloud and, and even things like automating workflow. Um, but today, you know, we're seeing the CMS platforms have really evolved into kind of that whole digital experience uh, platform when you look yeah. at Um, You know leaders like Adobe Experience Manager, uh, Sitecore Experience Platform. You know these more mature CMSs still deliver the benefits of that speed and consistency, but they also support the integration of analytics and personalization into that whole content management workflow. So when those are really properly implemented, um, and and we see in many cases they really aren't properly implemented. you know, businesses can can then personalize that content across channels, which is so valuable. They can not only do that, but they can also measure how well that content performs, rapidly adjust, uh, you know, based on uh, alignment sure. to key performance indicators for their business. You know, whether that might be something like more traffic, you know, higher conversion rates, uh, even more revenue, you know, better customer experience, you um, and so with that, I mean, it, it creates, I think, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of opportunities for, in, for investment for them.
0: Well, so you mentioned, um, you know, sometimes you run across clients whose you know, whether it's their internal team or their previous agency, didn't set things up well or, you know, didn't take the best approach. What are some common pitfalls or some common things that you might give, you know, advice to a either a new potential client or just to kind of avoid some of the uh, some of the bad experiences that uh, that that some organizations face.
1: Yeah, g- great question. And yeah, we we've seen a number of areas. I mean, I think you know overall we see you know a number of customers struggle with kind of ultimately balancing their needs around kind of broad areas of expertise. You know, and and, and with the right execution model uh, for their business. Um, you know, also customers view the whole kind of CMS platform. Uh, you know, and an answer in themselves. And and oftentimes don't plan comprehensively enough to get the benefits that that platform might have to offer. Typical example might be, you know, they focus on replatforming content, but they defer the implementation of, you know, analytics and personalization. Um, You know, they may not also include the, the organizational change management we talked about earlier to really benefit from the new technology. So, what we always talk about is, you know, it, it's important that you, they, they look at their projects as that enabler of that customer centric transformation rather than just a way to, as an example, manage more content effectively. If they have that view, it can help a lot and it leads to the use of key platform features earlier than would otherwise be the case. And that in turn, you know, accelerates that organizational learning and and return on investment.
0: So you mentioned uh, you mentioned organizational change management. We touched on it a, a little bit earlier as well. Let's shift to to talk a little bit more about this. You know, this holistic view of of organizations and, and customer experience. When you think about organizations that are that are doing CX right, uh, what what qualities do they have? What are they doing?
1: Yeah, great great question. So. So I would say it's a few things. I mean, it's, it's raising that customer experience to its proper place in the C-suite. So what does that mean? That means looking critically at, you know, the historically successful business models and products to stay ahead of that CX based disruption that that you and I talked about earlier. Um, I think, you know, the other qualities we see of, of customers that are really doing it well is that they adopt that customer-centric and design-based thinking um, for digital across the customer lifecycle. Um, you know, for example, uh, we worked with one large bank that was really training employees and how to focus on serving the customer rather than just managing internal processes mm-hmm. and products, right? Uh, yeah. And you know, prioritizing some of the IT investments around improving the customer experience, you know, using frameworks and methodologies like Lean Agile to bring those investments really fast to market. Uh, so you're in this mode of kind of launch, learning, and adapting uh, very quickly. Um, and then, you know, lastly, I'd, I'd say that you know, another quality we see is that you know, customers that do it right really leverage some beneficial services partnerships to overcome the challenge of, you know, hiring and retaining the leadership and the talent required for them to succeed.
0: No, that's that's great. And I mean, that again, that that definitely touches on this is not customer experience is not a single department. It's a, it, it takes everything. You know, it's it's top down, it's bottom up. It's 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 really cross across an entire organization. And so with that, I mean, you know, I, th- I think, and I, I write a fair amount about um, you know, CX measurements and, and, and things like that as well. You know, how do you, when you're talking with a client, you know, how do you recommend that they measure success knowing, again, some of the complexities and um, potentially some of the barriers that they may face in, in really measuring things across an organization? Yeah, it's a
1: great question. So we, we, as part of our process, we help define, you know, the business goals of the client. Um, Typically, it's done during what we call our inception phase. Um, You know, there's an activity where we align kind of the key performance indicators with the business values and goals. Um, And then we use those KPIs to measure our success and the customer success afterwards. Um, You know, these are areas like uh, customer retention uh, conversion rates, um, you know, employee and customer engagement, um, new revenue models, customer experience scores uh, are just a few examples of, of areas that we, uh, uh, that, that we engage in. And, um, and, and, and it's really important to map those out at the beginning of of projects. Because we always want to be revisiting them throughout the, uh, throughout the effort.
0: Um, so uh, last question for you, really, um, you know, this uh, so, I, I would imagine you know you go through you go through this process. Uh, you get clients to a great point where you know they're set up for success, um, whatever that exact scope of that project is. How do you recommend and even you know work in the longer term to make sure that they're continuing to optimize? And improve everything. I mean, I talk about that a lot in, in in my book, the the Agile brand. That you know, it's it's not just you know, set it and forget it anymore. It's you know, it's this continual, um, you know, sometimes it's an agile process. It's but it's always this continual, iterative process. So, how do you how do you work with clients, and what do you recommend um, for them in, uh, in order to do that?
1: Yeah, great question. So, it, it like you know, Greg, it's many things. I, you know, just. Just a number off the top of my head. I mean, you know, when you when you bring in lean agile practices, um, you know, really good uh, business architecture, uh, design based thinking, rapid prototyping, just to name a few. Um, and, and what we're doing on the on the global services front is we're continuing to pr- improve for our customers by, you know, harvesting the, the intellectual property we deliver across projects in the form of you know accelerators reusable components, reference architectures so that we can continually bring that innovation back to our customers and help them with their customer, with their uh, customer experience initiatives.
0: Well thank you so much for joining the show. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Burke Beekler, managing Director of Digital Solutions at Tech Systems. Um, and th- yeah thanks for joining the show. Great, thanks a lot, Greg. And uh, again, this is Greg Kilstrom. Uh, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful, please rate the show on iTunes or contact me through my website at theagile.world. You can find my books, The Agile Brand and The Agile Web on Amazon and on my website at theagile.world.